dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. I just came from the doctor, and, well... That was yesterday. Yesterday, I just came from the doctor. He put me on some meds and all that other stuff. And, you know, I'm just changing doctors right now. So that's no big deal. And let's see what else is going on. Uh, I got a game next Monday here. So we're going to wrap some stuff up next Monday. An astonishing swordsman, excuse me. Then we're off to the unknown. I don't know what we're doing. I'm still holding out on my vow, no no fantasy for a year, but I did find a loophole. So I might be working that. And I'll tell you all about that right after this. Okay. My New Year's resolution was no fantasy GMing for a year. And I can I can live with that. But as in, in another episode, I bemoan the fact that there's mag- the magic and supernatural so pervasive in in role playing games that it's hard to get away from. Well, I just realized the other day that I don't have to. I said no fantasy, the genre, not no magic or supernatural, because there are a lot of other genres out there that have these things. And other, like, variations on these things that are not fantasy. Like, Call Cthulhu. Or, uh, Savage Worlds has got several worlds like that. And things like that. So I don't have to forego the magic part of it. If I don't ha- if I don't want to. I still want to do stuff like, you know, Gangbusters, which has no magic in it. Or I could run, like, I want to do 50 Fathoms. Oh, it's got magic in it. Well... Okay, either I can do that or I can run Night Owl's Freebooters, which is a straight-up pirate role-playing game, which is no problem. So, I feel better now, and I feel my my vow has not been broken, and well, let's just see what, I, see what we will see. So, here's something as a game master I want you to give yourself. Give yourself permission to stop talking. I find myself not so much now. It comes with experience, I guess. But I don't feel like I have to fill every void at the table, every void of silence at the table. You know, if I'm describing something or if they're role-playing all well and good, but there are times when it's just quiet. And, you know, it's good to... Basically, I'm letting them sweat. Set something up and say those magic words, what are you going to do? And just let them go to town. And if there's an awkward silence, let them fill it, not you. Because they're supposed to be doing things like asking me questions. And if they don't, well, so, so what? They don't ask questions, they don't get answers, the game does not progress. Yes, that's a potential of stopping the game, but you know, that that's part of my job. That's part of a GM's job is to describe role conflicts and let them role play. And I will let them role play and 
it's been a long time, maybe at a convention, I don't know, but it's been a long time since I've had players who just don't know what to do if you're not talking to them. And so some players are like that. The, the younger ones or something like the younger ones, the younger ones, the younger ones and some people who haven't role played very much, you know, they expect it, it's a passive thing. It, it is a passive thing. Do not let players be passive. Because they're used to playing board games where they have strict rules or card games that they know what to do. But role-playing games are more freeform. I get the feeling sometimes there are some players out there who sit down at a table and act like they're watching a movie or in a theater or a TV show at home. Entertain me. No, I do not entertain you. We entertain each other. That's the whole point of the, of the game. We entertain each other. We build a world, and we interact in it, and we see where it goes. It's all, I'm starting to think of it as like a Petri disc. Dish. Dish. Disc. Petri dish. And it's everything, the role-playing game is an experiment. Remember that old game Life that you used to play on computers where you'd set something in motion and see what would happen? That's basically what you're doing. It's, it's, a, it's a giant game of what if. And I'm not talking about just the Marvel comic series, but it's a what if. Because that's the whole point of people people clashing, personalities clashing, characters clashing. And you know, if you're if they're not if they're not you can tell they're not engaged. A lot of times when they don't ask you questions, they don't talk to you. Or they're incredibly new to the game, like they don't know what to do which I'm more than willing to encourage them to do the opposite, do something. So if I sit there and I describe and I talk and I role play and all that other stuff and I suddenly get quiet, that means, hey, it's your turn. Role play, ask me questions, whatever. So I give you permission to shut up, basically to be quiet and see what happens. See, here's the thing. As a GM, this is one of your main jobs. You talk, you describe, you you make rulings, you adjudicate combat. But one of your main one of your main skills that you have to develop is you got to talk and then be quiet and observe. You observe the player, you observe what the character is doing. And you can get a good idea of what the players expect, individual players expect. You can play to their strengths or their weaknesses. <laughs> it goes both ways, you know. So sit there, talk, be quiet, see if they role play, see if they ask questions, and observe. I know it's excruciating sometimes, but you got to do it. That's how a game develops. And pretty soon, that's usually like in the first maybe half hour, hour of the game, where this might go on. By the time, if they're any kind of good players, even if they're new players, they'll click. It'll click. And it's okay, then we'll do this, that, and the, and the ball starts rolling. And pretty soon, you can't get a word in edgewise. But you have to. So, you know. you know, if I'm telling my players to pipe down or something like that, I'm doing something right. Because they are fully engaged. And I love it. The players love it. Everybody's having a good time. So, remember that. I'm going to go start my day. So, 
If you want to talk to me about anything, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan Oliver, Mark Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen for being my supporters. You guys are great. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast. And don't forget to listen to Mark Walring's The Yawning Albert podcast and the big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries podcast, both of which the last two are on Anchor. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. (laughs) 